What's up, everyone? This is James Quilty, and welcome to another episode of the Beyond Your Faith podcast. Today, I want to talk about being blessed. How do we, uh, um, how, how do we uh, get the blessing of the Lord in our lives? Well, there's actually two passages that I want to talk about that specifically lay out the things that the Lord wants us to do in order to be blessed. And they're really super simple. And no, I'm not talking about tithing either. So let's get to it. As followers of Christ, we know the reward that awaits us at the end of our lives. The big question is, how do we live our life here on earth as we walk towards eternity? Is it a sin to want to earn more money than what I already have, or should I be grateful for just getting by? Do I stay single like Paul, or do I get married? Am I less righteous for wanting a nice home or a new car? And is God more pleased with me if I'm in shape than if I was unhealthy? These are the questions that I had years ago, and through the scriptures, I found timeless principles that not only answered these simple questions, but unlocked a path to an abundant life that Jesus talked about. My name is James Quilty. Join me as I seek, share, and learn to apply the simple principles hidden in the Bible that teach us how to be successful in this life the way God intended. Welcome to the Beyond Your Faith Podcast. So have you ever thought about what it really means to be blessed? Have you ever thought about in the scripture when the Lord is talking about, um, I will bless you if you do this, what that actually really means? Um, me, myself, looking back, growing up, and I'm not exactly sure where this belief came from, but I always seem to think that uh, the when you are blessed or when the Lord blesses you, that means you're just going to have like a lot of money. And maybe it had to do with the fact that, you know, growing up, you know, we didn't have a lot of money, right? Uh, there was, you know, a lot of times where we couldn't do certain things because you know, we didn't have the, the funds to do it. And there's a few times that I remember you know, my parents fighting, you know, over money. So I always, you know, seem to think that you know, when you had that blessing of the Lord, it meant that you had like a lot of money. But then as I started to become more of a mature Christian, I started to realize that, Money had nothing to, to do with um, the Lord's uh, blessing. And it's fascinating when we have questions on, you know, what we should do or uh, what is the, the, the will of, of the Lord that we all, you know, seem to want the Lord to give us the answer. But if you look at the scriptures, he's already given us those answers. What do I mean by that? Well, if you want to know what you need to do now in the present, you should probably go back to the beginning to find out what he said in the beginning, right? So in Genesis 1.28, the Lord said this, and it is written. It says, then God blessed them, talking about Adam and Eve, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So what is this passage you know, telling us? Well, what this is saying is that before the Lord gave the assignment to Adam and Eve, he blessed them. And so what does that mean? That means that God gave them the ability to complete their task before he even gave them the task. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that interesting? And so if you are worried that you're going to fail at something, or if you're worried that, okay, you have this uh, desire, or the Lord has planted something in your heart. So let's just say that the Lord is leading you into ministry, right? But you don't even know how it's going to, to happen. Um, are, 
are you, or let me um, put it this way. The Lord is leading you to do something. And again, let's go back to that example of, let's say the Lord is leading you into a, min, a ministry. Do you think the Lord's going to set you up and he's going to allow you to fail? Absolutely not. If that is what the assignment is for you, that the Lord has ordained you to complete, well, just like Adam and Eve, doesn't matter that, you know, we have a sinful nature. He's going to bless you and he's going to give you the ability to succeed and to accomplish that job that he has placed in your heart. Does that make any sense? Right? It, it doesn't have anything to do with the, the fact that we were born into a sinful world, the fact that you know, we were born into um, a curse because of what Adam and Eve did. That doesn't uh, matter. And there's plenty of examples in the scriptures where the Lord shows us that before he gave uh, a job to somebody, he blessed them uh, with the ability to complete that. Abraham, right? Um, Moses. Uh, for another example, Joshua uh, as another uh, example, and the list goes on and on. So the fact of the matter is, is that if you're worrying that you are believing in an outcome that you don't want to happen, right? But that's not how God set this up. Now, the two passages that I wanted to talk about is the first one is in Psalm 34, verse 8, where King David writes, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. So your first thing that you need to do if you want to be blessed in, um, in your life, if you want your family to be blessed, you want your finances to be blessed, you want anything that you touch to be blessed, you need to what? Trust in the Lord. Believe in what he has said, right? He has never proven himself to be a liar and he's never proven himself to what? To hoodwink us to pull the wool out from underneath us. He has always come through. So if you're worrying, you're believing in the lies that the Lord, or excuse me, that the enemy has planted in your heart. And the difference between uh, faith and um, in doubt or fear, uh, it, it's really the same thing. It's both uh, faith, but when you have faith in uh, something that gets you really like pumped up, you're believing in an outcome that you want to happen. Now, when you're worrying or you're fearing about something, right? Let's say uh, the Lord is moving you in the direction to become a pastor, but you're really afraid like, oh, I'm not going to be good at this or how am I going to do this? What are you doing? You're believing in an outcome that you do not want to happen, right? But again, it says that blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. Going back to what the Lord did in Genesis, what? Before he gave them the assignment, he blessed them. And the same thing with you. If the Lord has put on your heart for you to go into a certain direction, and that could be anything, and I'm just using ministry as an example, what is he, what is he gonna do first? He's gonna bless you, just like Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve are no, no more special than you or I or anybody else. And I think a lot of times Christians, we forget that, oh, well, I'm not as good as Moses or I'm not as good as, you know, King David or King Solomon and all that stuff. But there is no favorites in the kingdom of God. He loves us unconditionally and he loves us all the same. So what he did for one, he will do for everyone that believes in him. Does that make any sense? And the second scripture that I um, want to, to go over is in um it's in john here i'm getting to my notes <laughs> i had it written down here ah i thought that i had it marked off but apparently i didn't here it is in john 13 17 and this is what jesus says if you know these things 
Blessed are you if you do them. So these are the two things that if you want to be blessed, meaning you want to be able to accomplish the thing that the Lord has put on your heart, whether to have a successful marriage, to raise successful kids, to have a success in your finances, what does the scriptures tell us? Well, the first thing is you need to trust in the Lord. You need to believe that he's going to give you the ability to accomplish the thing that he set out for you um, in the beginning, right? And the second thing Jesus says is, if you want to be blessed, you're going to do the things that I tell you to do. It's as simple as that. Believe that the Lord is um, for you and not against you and do what he says. Now, I know a lot of times, you know, you hear, uh, I know I used to hear this all the time, right? Just do what Jesus says. And now I'm not talking about the 10 commandments, which yes, are important, you know, not to lie and to steal and not to covet your neighbor's, um, your, your, your neighbor's wife or, you know, uh, adultery or any of that other stuff. I'm not talking about that. Specifically, what I'm talking about, if you go into the um, the New Testament, if you go through uh, Proverbs, there are certain things that are laid out for you. If you do this, then you will um, have this, right? And um, in Ephesians 6, 4, I just pulled this out, which is uh, really important for all of us as parents. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. So what does this have to do with anything? So if you want to be blessed in raising successful kids, you need to trust in the Lord that the Lord's word is ultimately your only bet to be successful, right? You trust in the Lord. The Lord said, do this and this will happen, or I will do this, right? Your second one, Jesus said in John 13, 17, is blessed are you if you do them, right? If you know these things, then you're going to be blessed if you do them. And so if you want to have successful children, I pulled out Ephesians 6, 4, because it just says right here, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. How many times of us, and I'm guilty of this as well, that you know, when our children are not doing the right thing or they're not doing the things that we told them to do, we immediately get upset and angry and we raise our voice. We yell at them. Right. And maybe maybe you uh, listening here, uh, maybe you've never done that. But I know my dad used to yell at me and that was a learned behavior. And I'm trying to uh, my with um, the help of the Lord, but also with uh, my wife who reminds me, I raise my voice a lot. I do. because that's, you know, what I saw when I was growing up, but she always, you know, brings me back. And so I go back to this scripture because it says, do not provoke your children to anger. If you're yelling at them, you know, if you're putting them down, you know, even if they did something, you know, um, disrespectful, guess what? You're still not supposed to provoke them to anger. You're still not to use harsh words with them, right? There's another uh, scripture that um, um, in Proverbs that I wanted to, to go over with you. And it's Proverbs 15, 1, where it says, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So right there within these two passages, it tells you how you can raise successful kids. One, you use a gentle answer. You talk to them in a just a regular tone. You don't raise your voice. Um, you know, you use kind, gentle words. And they could have done. They could have taken your car, and they could have gotten drunk, and they could have gotten into a wreck. Okay, so let's just say that, right? Yes, and all of that is horrible. And yes, guess what? There will be consequences with that. But that doesn't mean that you need to yell at them, belittle them, embarrass them, and you know just you know lay into them, right? 
I'm, and again, I'm, I'm saying this because I've been guilty of, of that with my children. And that's not what the Lord wants us to do. And I'm so grateful that I have a godly wife who's, who pulls me aside afterwards and said, you know, um, you shouldn't speak to them that way. When you raise your voice, you shut them down. They're not listening. And all they're going to do is they're going to end up hating you right? And, and they are. And it, because what? The scripture tells us right there, do not provoke your children to anger, right? But we are to train them. And how do we train them? Well, 15.1 says you use gentle words, right? Jesus never, you know, talk, talked really harshly or put his disciples down. He did get frustrated with them at times, right? But he was always that, um, that kind, gentle voice, that loving voice to help guide them to where he wanted them to go. Does that make any sense? So going back to what we talked about, about being blessed, it comes down to one, trusting in the Lord. And what are you trusting? One, you're trusting in that what God says he's going to do, he's going to do. And going back to Genesis 1, what did he show us? Well, he showed us before he gives us an assignment, he's gonna bless you. He's gonna give you the ability to do the thing successfully that he has placed in front of you, correct? So if he's putting on your heart to be a doctor or he's putting onto your heart that you um, are going into ministry and you're know, to be a pastor or you're gonna serve overseas, whatever that may be, you need to trust what? That God's gonna give you the ability in order to accomplish that. And that doesn't mean that you're not gonna have to do some work. We all have to do work. Why? Because work is a blessing, right? That's what God has given us. Well, a lot of times we seem to think that work was a curse or was a result of the curse or a punishment because of the original sin. And that is not true. Why? Because it says in Genesis 1:28 that he had already established the work for the people before he put the people here. And then he blessed them before he even gave them the work that he wanted them to do, right? So it's not a curse. It is a blessing. But we do have to uh, develop some skills in order to accomplish the work that the Lord has for us. But we could rest assured that it doesn't matter what those skills are, that we are going to be able to do that successfully because of the blessing, right? And then number two, if you know these things, you need to go and do it. Things that are in the Bible tell us specifically what we need to do. So if you want the blessing of the Lord, don't just sit around like the average uh, Christian just saying, Lord, please bless me. Lord, please bless me. No, go to the scriptures and do what it says. Trust that the Lord has already given you the blessing to, uh, to achieve successfully the thing that he's placed on your heart. And then number two, what he's already said, go and do it. And I just use that example of um, you know have uh, raising successful kids with the uh, two scriptures, Ephesians six four and also Proverbs fifteen one. Now, does that mean that you're going to be doing that perfectly? Absolutely not. We got to work at things, right? That's the beauty of this life. God has developed uh, and created this playing field for us to come down here to be able to learn some new skills, to practice those skills, and to master those skills so that we can be a blessing not only to um, our uh, our immediate people that are around us, our children um, and our uh, wives and husbands, right? But then also the people that he puts in contact with us. And then also ultimately when we do that, we glorify him. 
Does that make any sense? So I hope that you got some value out of this. I really wanted to share this with you because I struggled with blessing for the longest time. Like I said, I thought it was all about, you know, making money and praying to the Lord. And then he was just going to, you know, uh, poof. And there's going to be money like, you know, flowing in. And that's not how it works, right? There's certain things that we need to do. And diving into these scriptures, uh, looking at what God has already told us to do. Like, like I said before, getting orders from headquarters. The Bible is not a book about religion. It's not a book about rules. It is a practical guide on how to live your life here on earth successfully while you um, are uh, walking towards eternity. Does that make sense? So thank you so much for listening again. Um, that's all that I have for you. I pray that this has blessed you. Use this, share this and develop this because I'm telling you, it will change your life. When I started, you know, using these things that I started to learn, my life completely, uh, you know, did a 180 degree turn. And that's the whole purpose of this podcast is to teach um, everybody the practicality of God's word, not being super spiritual, not being hocus pocusy, but going through and looking what the Lord has said for us to do, doing those things and resting assured that you are going to see the outcomes that the Lord has said would happen by doing what, what he told us to do. So you have an awesome day. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, I'm going to talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you found this episode informative, inspiring, and most of all, helpful. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your family and friends. Until next time, keep searching God's word and applying what you have learned to live an abundant life that honors him.